This is Panorama at DMG Investments, where we discuss developments, opportunities, and insights into the real estate market and global economy. Welcome to the Panorama Podcast by DMG Investments. Today we have Christina Ianello, the social media manager at DMG Investments. Christina, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, can you start off by telling us a little bit about your background and, and what you do? Yeah. So I started working in real estate about three or four years ago now, working for brokers, assisting them, working the front desk, just getting to know my ins and outs of real estate and what it really takes to market a property, get behind the property and really put it out there. Um, so I was working in several brokerages throughout my summer internships and ultimately I met David and I was helping him one summer at Nest Seekers and was helping him with content and editing and editorial for Broker Pulse, hmm. which was a real estate news site. While working for him, I learned how to do syndications, SEO, and really learning what it takes to properly manage a brand and marketing it and reaching an audience and honing in on these demographics. So with learning all of this from him, I decided to start my own brand and my own blog. And I'm really fortunate that it took off within like the past year. So when I'm not here at DMG, I am doing my own beauty blog. And I'm really mm. fortunate I've worked with incredible brands like Sephora, Glossier, La Mer, Neutrogena, you name it. I'm really blessed and I'm Very really cool. excited. So I've learned that with social media, it's really important to connect with your audience and to be that friend and to be an authentic, real, positive voice. Because with social media and that landscape, we're so used to it being a highlight reel. And I understand it from that standpoint, but also in order to connect with the audience and to make a lasting impression, authenticity goes a really long way. And I think that really relates itself to real estate because you're trying to create an environment for people to feel welcomed and at home. And social media, it, it it's a space that's always changing so rapidly. So if, oh, yeah. if you were to give advice to somebody who's looking to stay relevant on social media right now, what are some of the most important things that they should be keeping in mind? I think the hardest thing people ask me all the time, how do I get started? Post. Post daily and post what is meaningful to you. So it's so easy to overthink it and to think, oh my God, this isn't good enough or no one's going to like this. If you like it and if it makes you happy and if you have a really strong message to share, post it and get involved. And that's how you stay relevant. It's by posting every day. Of course, there's an algorithm, there's a metrics, there's insights to it. But at the end of the day, you're going to perform well numerically if you're coming from a real place and connecting with your audience with what is meaningful to you. And what are the social media platforms that you think are the most important right now to have a presence on? TikTok is so hot. It really is. There's something about that algorithm that will accelerate at times certain content that speaks well. I would say right now, TikTok is one of those apps that are still up and coming when it comes to PPC campaigns, paid per click campaigns. There is not enough background information on it to to know that if it's really working or if it's really good. When it comes to like influencer paid campaigns on TikTok, there's no way to measure link clicks or or anything like that yet. They are rolling it out right now though, but I would say that's a really hot app. And of course, you know, 
Instagram is the gold standard when it does come to following. And, you know, that's like where brands will look at a following and be like, oh, she has 50,000 on Instagram. Okay, like she's vetted. But at the same time, I don't think a following really matters as long as you have authentic and engaged followers, no matter what platform you're on. You can be on YouTube and have a million subscribers and then go to Instagram and have like 12K. But if you're following on YouTube is authentic, genuine, and real and engaged, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter really. You don't need to have a thousand plus on every platform as long as you have an engaged community somewhere, then that's the app that you should stay on and dedicate your time with. And as you start to build a following, what are some of the ways that you can make sure you're engaging with your followers so that you're not just posting content, but you're actually building a community? DMs. Like I, I'm... I'm the type of person, like, if someone's messaging me back and forth and I know that they're reading every message that I send, I will click the video chat button. Just be like, hi. Do you like, let's just talk like this real quick. It's that much easier. And they're like, wait, oh my God, you're FaceTiming me right now. I'm like, yes, you have a question. Rather than us texting back and forth, like, let me talk to you. I think that the features on Instagram DM are amazing. You can send a voice message. You can send a video message. I do that sometimes too if I'm like, all right, maybe FaceTiming this person right now is a little too much. Let me send a video response. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do that because I get a lot of beauty skincare questions. So it's, you know, scientific, it's chemistry. And I think it's easier to send like a voice memo at times. So I would say it doesn't have to be like, of course, commenting back and like liking comments is amazing. But really starting genuine conversations via direct message is a great way to engage with your community and have them get to know you as a person besides a person on stories or posting on your feed. Yeah. Got it. And as somebody who uh, manages social media for companies, I know a lot of companies ask, you know, how do we measure it? Right. Like, how do we know that this is working? I like put on two different hats. What are some of your favorite metrics or or uh strategies that you use for measuring how the strategy is working yeah impressions are key especially clicks i would say impressions more so it's a little bit different because at dmg we have multiple instagram accounts that don't have a huge tremendous following but it's really important for the certain people that do follow us that we make sure that we are disseminating important information when they need it the most, especially when it comes to student housing, because we offer a lot of different leasing incentives. So I like to see at least that people are commenting questions. Um, That's a key metric, although not a lot of people talk about it as much as like reach and, you know, different like link clicks, swipe ups. But it's, it's a different ball game when it does come to managing smaller, multiple Instagram accounts, because because you're smaller, they expect you to respond immediately. So I think that getting back to comments and DMs, that's our most important metric that we use here mm. um, in-house at DMG for Auden Living specifically because we have students and parents asking us questions. So I want to make sure that I make, I get back to them as quick as possible so they're able to then go and sign their lease and feel really excited about it or Mm -hmm. making sure that they get that deal in time to sign their lease and be really excited. So I would say that's more so an important metric because it's it's different when it comes to smaller multiple accounts for properties. Mm -hmm. All right. So as an influencer, then what would be some of your advice for uh, people who are starting out and are looking to build a big following, build a a personal brand? What's your advice to them? You know, I will say I didn't go on this journey to start or to become a influencer. I had really bad acne. 
and I decided to post my skin journey on Instagram. I was crazy. I was like, okay, my skin is the worst it can honestly be. And I'm so depressed, but I need to track and see if whatever I'm doing right now to my skin is going to work. Um, so I went on Accutane. I shared my skin journey mm-hmm. and I got really lucky that there was this early beauty movement called skin positivity, acne positivity. And I just started clicking on the hashtag, looking at everyone. And I noticed that like there weren't a lot of people talking about it. So, and I noticed that a lot of people at the time also um, were private on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They would they would have like these skin accounts, skinstas. And I was like, I'm gonna create a skinsta, but I'm gonna make it public. And it sounds crazy because maybe I'll get judged about it, but whatever. I decided to do it. I got in on the hashtag early, monopolized it as they would say. And I was really fortunate that I was able to get in on this early adoption of the acne positivity movement. And I was started last April 2019. I hit 10K, but in March I had 5K. July 29, mm. no, July 2020. No, yeah. March 2020, 5K. April 2020, I hit 10K. July 2020, I hit 20K. Wow. Now I'm like a little under 50K. Wow. <laughs> so I got lucky because I started with a beauty movement. It's a it's different, but it's only because I was so passionate about it. And I think that's what people understood is that I was really real about it. I didn't edit my photos. I still don't edit my photos. Um, and I just come across as like, all right, today's a bad day. Like, I'll share that. My skin is not the best. It wasn't like last week. But this is where we are and this is what I'm using. And, you know, I'm always trying to be authentic and real online is hard. But for me, I was like, that's what we're going to do here. Right and that. I still do it today because I enjoy connection and I enjoy being able to be a light on some people's darker times. So that is how I kind of got my start in it. But it's different for everyone. There's no right way. Mm-hmm. Authenticity wins. Always, always, especially with social media. So we always like to close the show by asking about something, an interest or a hobby mm-hmm. that you have outside of real estate or, yeah. or social media. So for you, what what's something that other people may not know? It's kind of related to real estate, but I'm in love with decor and interior design, architecture. Um, it just makes me so happy going and looking at a space, even a construction area, and seeing it transform. I think that's why I love it here so much at DMGs because although I do social media and I work on the marketing team, we are able to see these properties come to life and see the construction team right next door to us, see what they're working on. And it's just so fascinating. I had I was able to go to Buffalo last week and it's still a little bit of a construction site, but to see them painting everything and putting mm-hmm. up the moldings and it's out in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Out in Buffalo. It is just so exciting and I and I love it so much. So I I love interior design. I love decor. I love architecture. Um and I, if David didn't call me to join the marketing team, I would have gone to architecture school and mm. done it all over again. <laughs> Shout out to David Ramos, the chief yes. marketing officer here yes. at DMG Investments. Yes. Yeah. But that's definitely a passion and a hobby and something that just makes me happy because you use your hands. You're not on your phone. You're not on a computer, at least for parts of it. You're not on your computer, but it's a great escape. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Christina, thanks for being here today. It was great Thank having you. you on the show. Thank you for having me. And everybody out there, thanks for listening to the Panorama Podcast by DMG Investments. We'll see you next time. Thanks.
That concludes this episode of Panorama at DMG Investments. Thank you very much for listening.